0: What's going on? Welcome to Move Fast, Lift Heavy Podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, co-host of MFLH Pod. Thanks again for tuning in. If you're coming back to listen, if you haven't subscribed or rated uh, or commented on the podcast, that would be greatly appreciated to help us spread the word about what we got going on here. If you're uh, watching on YouTube, same thing. We'll love you all to subscribe. uh, Leave some comments below. If uh, you want to see us talking about different subjects um, or bring on different guests that you might want on the pod. So uh, if you haven't uh, tried our online training program yet, Move Fast, Lift Heavy, um, you can do so by going to the website, MoveFastLiftHeavy.com. Everyone that signs up gets themselves a free, free, free t-shirt. So you can check that out, MoveFastLiftHeavy.com. Follow us on the gram at MoveFastLiftHeavy. All right, let's bring on co host Founder of Move Fast, Lift Heavy, Christian Harris.
1: Listen, someone's real excited about their new microphone they just got.
0: You know, I'm a big Pat McAfee (laughs) fan, and uh, I watch his three and a half, or it seems like eight hour uh, live stream on YouTube every day, catch up on NFL. And those guys are some jokers over there. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. um, <laughs> I just love it. They make my day. And there's a little bit of Patrick McAfee that comes out in me now like I I like when he intros his guests like oh it's epic. It's epic. So you know <laughs> I I tried to try to give you that same respect, you know, being Christian Harris the man, the myth, the legend.
1: I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That's it's flattering. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know um, like your beanie cap over there. Is that is that an old school MFLH beanie or is that coming up?
1: Uh this one is coming up as part of the Wendler collection. Couple All weeks. Right.
0: Five three one. Got yeah, five boy. of this, five of this, three of that, and one of one of something. I learned <laughs> that I learned that last uh last week's or two weeks ago. When did we do that episode last week or two uh, weeks Last ago? week. Last week. Last week's episode about uh how you kind of get into the workshop and and create your your artistry? So five three one Wendler drop coming soon, huh? Yes, sir. All right, what else is up? You're you're running twenty five miles a day. You got something coming up? You're training for?
1: Yeah, we're doing a little bit of running, trying to get these legs conditioned for the uh, the Spartan Games. Um, I'm going to be participating in that in two weeks, so I know there's going to be some sort of half marathonish distance run and that is way past uh my threshold of what i've ever run before so i'm just trying to get a little bit of mileage on the legs before i head out there
0: all right nice And all of us following along with train with ch are uh suffering along with you if we so choose to do so um i I threw
1: i threw in some notes in there uh for the next couple weeks Uh, you know it's it's optional the, the, the distance that we're putting in. so
0: I appreciate you giving us the uh, ability to escape if we wanted to <laughs> or or maybe do things at half capacity as opposed to the whole thing. But um, I just did my cardio party today, which was um, five rounds work rest of a 400 meter run. Then you moved on to five rounds of the 30 Cal ski moved on to five rounds of the 30 Cal row and five rounds of the concept 2 air, uh, concept 2 bike And, uh, it was open gym and all the machines were like spread out everywhere. And I was just christening the entire gym with my sweat just everywhere. And, uh, the owner of the gym, I could tell was looking at me super tight. Like, cause I wasn't wiping down anything after I was done. Cause I was moving on <laughs> to like the next section and he was like, I'll get, to it. I'll get yeah, to it okay he was, yeah he was looking at me like you're, you're gonna wipe that down right like because i sweat like i'm rowing and there's like a puddle in my uh yeah in, in my shorts when i'm rowing the
1: uh the ski drip is pretty funny
0: this yeah when, you, I, when your I,
1: arms I, kind of fling back
0: right and you got that like uh you got that like that trail. spray yeah that spray <laughs> effect behind you um yeah, I'm, I'm interested to chat with our uh, guests coming on and you as well, because when I was going through that, I was like, you know, this is great for our our, uh, our crew, our clients to, to talk about like intention when working out, because like a workout like that, that's somewhere around an hour and 10 to an hour and 20 minutes, you can kind of just like check the boxes and hit the numbers, you know? So my my goal going into it was round one was always going to be sub two minutes. And then rounds two through five it was my goal to make sure that each round was getting faster. And, you know, that really helped me out just to make sure that if my mind was wandering, it like brought me back into check. Yeah, it keeps uh, you with,
1: mentally engaged.
0: Yeah, with these long runs you've been doing, uh, I know for me, you, probably a lot of us when you run long distance, it's it's easy for the mind to wander and check out. Have you, have you made sure that you've been trying to hit some some markers along the way to keep you going, or how have you approached your running training?
1: Um, so these past couple of runs that I've done, um, I did a six and an eight-mile run today. Um, I really just went based off of feel, uh, but I used my heart rate to keep me in check. Um, so I wanted to basically maintain that zone two heart rate as I was doing these runs. Um, so if I was moving a little bit too slow, I'd need to pick it up. And if I was moving too fast, it gives me that feedback to kind of, all right, slow it down a little bit, stay within your zone. Yeah. Um, the being too low never happened. So.
0: <laughs> okay, I got you. Um, all right, well, everyone that's listening that's following along on our program, make sure you're always training with intention. if you're not on the program, once again, Checks out MoveFastLiftHeavy.com. Speaking of getting ready for competitions, there's a competition going on right now um, that our guest has actually headed up. He's kind of trailblazing right now with some new ideas, new concepts as far as this competition goes. So, uh, Christian, why don't you bring on our guest and excited to chat with him?
1: Yeah. So, our next guest, I uh, had the pleasure of meeting out in Madison uh, during the CrossFit Games. And he was telling me about this concept called the Zalos Games and how I wanted to introduce something that would help to uh, bring a little an extra revenue share for, or e- extra stream of revenue for some of the more competitive athletes in the sport, um, you know, outside of the CrossFit Games or outside of these in-person type competitions. So I'd like to bring on our next guest. His name is Jared Grable, and he's the founder of the Zalos Games.
2: Jared! How are y'all? What's up?
1: doing great man how are you
2: i'm good man i'm glad to be here this is a fun conversation already and i'm having I've, I've just been listening <laughs> yeah
0: sorry i went on that little tangent there but uh you know just i
2: was just watching the show <laughs> just with it. yeah just
0: rolling with it <laughs> well good to have you um uh joseph rojas is a huge fan of yours he's commenting in from uh from youtube here uh your self help journal is part of my everyday routine. That's awesome. So uh, there you go. Boom. Thanks uh, for cool. thanks for uh, that comment. Appreciate it.
2: That's sick. Um,
0: let's uh, let's uh, let's yeah. You're a, you're a renaissance guy. You got your hand in a in a few different things. Um, but let's just start out with the the Zalos games and, and get into kind of like the creation of it and and what Christian was kind of touching on as he introed you.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I mean, like you mentioned, uh, Renaissance man, somewhat of an entrepreneur. Uh, I used to own a healthy meal prep company based out of Northeast Florida, shipped nationwide, did all the things there, ran that company for like six years, sold it in March of this year, um, which was a great thing for me and great for the company that acquired us for them. And I, I decided to go on a road trip across the country to kind of figure out next steps for me. I'm not super traveled, so I wanted to take like somewhat of a sabbatical. And along the way, although I didn't really want to start another company, if you've ever started and sold a company, it's kind of like, oh, I can breathe again. What you know? Do I want to suffocate myself yeah. with the journey of entrepreneurship again? Um, which is great, but you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. So I was really opposed to starting another company, but um, I decided if I did, it would it would fit like a particular criteria. Um, most importantly, it would be fun for me to build. Uh, it would be in the fitness industry and it would solve a problem because, th- you know, at the end of the day, I don't want to start another thing that somebody else is already doing really well. Um, I want to, you know, try to solve a unique problem that maybe isn't being solved in, in a, such a way. And I was walking around the casino in Vegas. Uh, like, <laughs> just had this abstract thought um, about starting an online series of crossfit competitions or fitness competitions with cash prizes and the reason for that is because i was thinking about you know there was a lot of media exposure over the past two years around the challenge financially of competing um in the sport of crossfit but at the crossfit games in particular right like if you get 21st or lower or higher however you want to look at that any 21st to 40th um Mm -hmm. you might not walk away with any money um and if you do you still might not break even for that year based on travel and hotels and and food and and all the things right and of course we know crossfit's a passion for a lot of these athletes but i think based off the work that um, these athletes are putting in there should be more opportunity for them and uh i just thought that that was a problem that this unique approach might be able to I don't want to say solve because it's a big you know it's a big thing um but help solve i guess is a better way sure
1: yeah it's great um and i think that's something that maybe a lot of people from the outside in maybe it's just like your typical gym member or somebody that's a little familiar with crossfit they might think that just because you made the crossfit games like oh you've got money or something like that you know what i mean um so it's definitely something to bring bring to the table as far as you know being able to to help out uh the athletes, so I think it's great,
2: yeah, and i you know like from the from the h q perspective, i admire eric rosa, i mean he's a stanford nba like that's like i nerd out on that kind of stuff, but him taking over crossfit i i didn't even expect or imagine that like games pay would be his first priority i mean from a business perspective like the 15,000 affiliates are a big enough start. You know what I mean? And so um, I thought, well, you know, if I was going to build a unique approach to this, what would it look like? And I thought it it would be online because that way it's an equal opportunity for everyone internationally. Um, We get to see some, maybe some new names in the sport or at least some names that we're familiar with that just don't get uh, as much media exposure. And I think it, in a way, it evens the playing field Um, if the athletes decide to do it, because, you know, Christian, for example, you're an entrepreneur and you're an elite level athlete. Um, I would argue to say that if you didn't make an income from competing, you would be fine financially because you clearly know how to run a gym and build a brand. Um, but a lot of athletes don't have that gift. They're just, let's say just as if it's a bad thing, they're just gifted athletically. Uh, But they don't know how to build themselves up on social media. And so these athletes, although they might be some of the best in the world, haven't, you know, cracked the code of Instagram popularity or uh, running a good gym or building a good brand. And so they, you know, they, they struggle financially and we may never even find out about these people. And like we might not even know about some of the most gifted athletes in the world because it's financially challenging to keep playing this sport four to six hours a day year after year you know what i mean yeah
1: yeah and i mean i think that's the other unique thing about the Zalos games is that because it's online there's no travel costs you know so yeah. that's always a a benefit as well it's a plus
2: that's so you know yeah. go, go ahead all you
0: you just started on monday with um the first week of this and i just wanted to like let the listeners know that might not be participating this year just uh how, how it's laid out, you know, how many weeks is it? How is it different or alike? Competitions they're familiar with, you know, give us a little bit of background on that so that people can um, obviously follow you. I'll, I'll put your uh, your Insta up here, but also just get ready for maybe for next year
2: if they missed out this year on uh, competing. Yeah. So, you know, when I began to build the idea or the framework for the Zalos games, I really had this idea in mind around like a 2022 season. That's just how I think. I usually start big and I have to like reel myself in. Um, And I thought, well, I need to launch a beta test in 2021 to see if this concept um, hits home for other people like it does for me and for a small group of people that I ran it by. And uh, so that's what October is all about. And October is a three-part, three-week series where there's one workout each calendar week. Um, So like you mentioned, we kicked off week one, which is the week we're currently in on October 4th, Monday. And it expires or it ends 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Sunday, October 10th. And then the same thing happens the 11th through the 17th, the 18th through the 24th. Um, But as I was building out this framework... The the mission of the Zalos Games is really two parts. One, to create more earning potential for athletes, but two, to create more entertainment for fans. Um, because I want this to be a community thing, because at the heart of CrossFit, it's built off community first, I would say. And so there's something to be won for everybody in the Zalos Games as it stands. And what I mean by that is, yes, there's top 10 cash prizes for the elite level athletes for each individual workout. And then there's a top 10 cash prize for the overall if you choose to do all three. And then there's 30 raffle prizes, and this is where the sponsors really come in, um, and did a great job supporting the Zalos Games and the mission. There's anywhere from a $3,000 home gym to a $100 Fit Aid gift card, right? And if you're if you're a realist, you know that this is the first week of a brand new competition, so the likelihood of winning this raffle is better right now than it ever will be. Um, and then last but not least, just for registering, it's $19.99 to sign up to throw down, and you're gonna get discounts from FitAid. True Grit Fitness, uh, Mayhem Athlete, you're going to get discounts from the Toe Spacer, right? Like all the sponsors chipped in to provide something for the registrants because I knew building this thing, there's going to be a lot of people out there that are like, I'm not an elite level athlete. What's in it for me? And it's like, well, that shouldn't be the mindset because if that was the mindset every day, all the time, nobody would come to CrossFit at all. They wouldn't put in the work, right? Like um, the Susie Soccer Moms and the – they wouldn't show up. And so it's like, it's not always about winning money. This should be a community thing. And that's how I, or why I built out sort of this reward system for getting involved. Um, And each workout, especially the first one is, I would say relatively inclusive when it comes to skills. Um, We didn't want to throw an abstract test out on the first series. Now I do want to get really interesting long-term but, you know, the first workout this week is deadlifts and wall walks. And just short of contraindications um, and, you know, particular injuries, you anyone can do a form of deadlift and wall walk. And we launched a scale division, which is, quote, unquote, scale accordingly, which basically means I didn't create this long list of all these ways you can scale. Like, if you've got a weak deadlift, just do lighter deadlifts. If you've got one leg, do what you would normally do to scale accordingly because the scale division can't win top 10 cash prize. They're still eligible for registration and raffle prizes. And I wanted this to be a a community-based thing and very inclusive. So that's kind of the logistics behind the entire competition.
0: Nice. Um, If we can hop, I kind of want to hop. uh, Do you have anything more on the Zalos games right now, Christian? I I was curious about this – self-help journal and like other things that you have your hand in, Jared.
1: Uh, When is the next one going to be if you have a projected date for that?
2: Um, So I'm hoping for January, but that, you know, that's really based on, so what I want to do after October series is a bunch of surveys and most people will roll their eyes at surveys, but this is kind of why I built out the October series is so we can get information and feedback from all the contestants and say like, what does a good season of online competing look like to you? And Christian, I would love your feedback, but I would also love um, the average everyday three, four time a week or CrossFitter, you know. Um, and so, the average, the average Joe. The average Joe.
1: No and, pun intended.
2: <laughs> and so I, uh, I don't know for sure. Obviously, the Open I think kicks off early February. Um, so possibly a January series, but like the first three weeks of January. So that gives people time, um, to transition into the open. So I was thinking like a first three weeks of January.
0: Cool. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll do one more question. So as a fellow entrepreneur, I'm, I'm curious, like, uh, strategy wise, cause I'm sure due to Christian and due to move forward heavy being a brand and we talk about you know building that and building a business um i think some of our listeners would be interested on your theories or your strategy on how you're going to set yourself apart from the other competitions you kind of just got into it a bit about like matching dates and making sure you're not overlapping but you know there's other stuff out there um how what did you have in mind that you thought would set you apart um, if you haven't already touched upon it?
2: Yeah, a few things. Well, one, um, you know, if, we're, if we want to compare to in-person competition, uh, the Zalos Games is far more convenient and affordable to take part in. Um, so there's that. And then uh, as far as like virtual competitions, there's a reward for the Zalos Games. Um, and we do know the Open like gets you into the next phase. So that's a reward in and of itself. Uh, but there's not any cash or consolation prize, especially for the general population who doesn't advance. And so that, that's our value proposition in that area. Um, and then, you know, one of the things, you know, as I built out the business plan, I, I wanted it to be set apart. And I want this to be very supportive of our sponsors and like uh, all ships rise with the tide. Right. And so, like, I don't have any particular um Like I'm loyal to the CrossFit community, right? But like, for example, we work with uh, Mayhem Athlete and Underdogs Athletics. I don't really want the Zalus Games at any point to like back itself into a corner and be like with one particular brand. I want this to be something for everybody because, you know, if it was one programmer all the time, everyone would think that it's it's, like belongs to that programmer. And same thing with oh, those are
0: those those are programs you're you just mentioned those two things. Those are I'm, programmers. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I was lost for a second. I was like, well, he keeps bringing these things. I don't know what what, what this Jared guy is talking about. You no,
2: <laughs> you have, have to check out the <laughs> website. Or, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so, teasing.
0: well, yeah, uh, yeah. Speaking of that, next year, you know, shoot us a text. We'd uh, we'd love to be uh, on that 2022 uh, roster of sponsors. Yeah,
2: and that's like that's why I like the idea of doing these short series because we can like I said, all ships rise with the tide, we can try to give opportunity for exposure to different people um, and different brands and different sponsors and things like that. But the the second part of the Zalos Games mission, entertainment for the fans, that's, I think, the unique thing. And I was really inspired by the Rogue Invitational last year. Um, you know, it was online because it had to be, but they did a really great job of, of transitioning. Now, I know the athletes didn't love it because they couldn't have like an audience and they couldn't have music. So I would want to flex in a different direction there but you know what we're working on building out is a suite of media entertainment to watch throwdowns and so this past Monday we filmed live at the um CrossFit Community in Las Vegas with Daniel Brand, Carrie Pierce, uh Bethany Shadburn went head-to-head and then following that we had Alex Kazan who's young incredible athlete and uh Allison Scuds go head-to-head and then we had Matt Delugos and Raphael I don't remember my last name but uh, it was a lot of fun. And that's what I want to provide because I think as a fan of CrossFit, we're not given enough entertainment and to truly build this out to be a sport um, like every other sport to have regularly televised, televised entertainment for the fans is kind of the next step in building that yeah. out. Right? I'm, um,
0: you know, I'm, I'm glad we got to this because of everything that we've spoken about so far, I would say that, element alone would be the biggest selling point is just the the streaming, the, the media, the performance aspect of it, because yeah, that's so true that we don't have nearly enough opportunity to watch these athletes do what they do. Um, so that right there itself would be a huge advantage. So looking forward to, to tapping in on that. Where could people watch that? Do you have a YouTube channel or how do you guys, how did you stream that last throwdown on, on Monday or whenever it was?
2: Yeah, the Zalos games on YouTube, so go subscribe, check that out. We've got those three throwdowns on there. Um, This Friday, we've got Bailey Rail doing 0.1 live, uh, I think 3pm. There's more information on our Instagram. And I think Sunday, we've got Fisa Gavi um, going live, I think 3pm. Again, we'll have more information on the Instagram. And then next week, we've got Alexis Raptus and Dallin Pepper going head to head. We've got Tyler Christopher doing a solo Um, the following week. I believe we've got Christian Harris and Christine best. And who else do you got jumping in with you, Christian? Uh, Brittany Morella, Brittany Morella. Right. So um, we're trying to bring consistent entertainment to the fans because, and this might just be me, right? Like I'll find If this thing fails, I'll find out that I'm the only one that's passionate about watching CrossFit, you know, like, (laughs) Um, But I'm a huge fan of exercise, and I like to watch competitive exercise. Long before I started doing CrossFit, I was still watching it. Like, even when I was a bodybuilder, like, when the games was on television back in the day, I loved it. Like, I don't want to say as much as football because I've always been blessed to like a good team, but I like CrossFit almost as much as football. If I didn't have a good team, I would like to watch CrossFit more. Who's what, your
0: squad? Who's yeah? Who's this good team you're talking about? You're gonna
2: hate me, um, but and you're definitely Cowboys if you're from New York. But uh, Cowboys, no, try again. Patriots, Brady, pretty much is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so That's it's just... you, it's unique, right? So follow <laughs> me here for a second. My mom and that side of the family is from New England, and so I've been a Patriots fan my whole like life, as far as I've been able to remember liking football. Uh, but I'm from Lakeland, Florida. So everybody's a Bucks fan, and so when Brady transitioned, I was like, "This is easy for me—like, <laughs> no sweat off my back to transition." So, <laughs> so like, all right, all right, all right. We're
0: not, we're not, we're, we won't hold it against you.
2: That's yeah. okay. I like, I <laughs> expect it, you know. Um, but I got to go to a Super Bowl last year, and that was incredible. And uh, now, all my friends that I grew up with that hated on me are forced to be Brady fans, and that's the best thing for me because. Right. For the past 20 years it's been like brady sucks like he's not. well he,
0: yeah game. yeah he, he's actually uh, as far as a personal brand goes now that he's been in tampa he had that epic season he brings gronk down they win uh he gets smashed on the boat celebrating there's these things that are happening where his persona to the nation is starting to change and people actually sure. are like oh i guess I actually like this guy. Like this guy's cool. Like he, yeah. I don't, he, I don't hate him as much as I thought I hated him.
2: Yeah. It's like Giselle finally let him be himself or something. Who knows? Yeah. Um, or Belichick. Or, or Belichick.
0: Yeah. 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 For sure. All right. Well, we can go on forever about that kind of stuff, but yeah.
2: Um, so I would say, like, if, you know, if I wasn't, a, if I didn't have that team, then I think I would like to watch CrossFit more than football. Sure.
0: Yeah. Me as well. Me as well. Um <laughs> Uh, let's get into your, you're an author. Uh, we just had a comment from YouTube about uh, this self-help journal. Um, Christian's really excited to talk about it. He threw his mic down just now. Um, <laughs> tell us, you know, uh, that's super, you know, inspirational to me. Cause it's like, I work with a lot of people throughout uh, whatever my whole 10 year of, of my career And I'm like, I should put this stuff in writing. And sometimes you have that imposter syndrome of like, who am I to put this in writing and try to like put something out there? So that's uh, super cool that you, you know, put yourself out there and made the leap. Talk to us about that. Um, What made you want to put anything down and try to get it published? And then just what those actual books or self-help things, whatever it was that that you did put out. Give us a little background on
2: that. So when I was a kid, I've always been a reader, like super book nerd, even though I was kind of a a wild child. Um, And when I was very young, I struggled a lot. Like I was always in trouble and thinking like I was like nine thinking about the meaning of life. And uh, I want to be like, if I'm being honest, I want to be remembered. Right. And so as a kid, I was like, well, how does that happen? How does someone make sure they're remembered when they're gone? And I read this quote by Benjamin Franklin, and it says, basically, uh, I'll paraphrase it a little, if you want to be remembered, either write things worth reading or do things worth writing about. And I don't know that I've necessarily done anything too impressive that people will write about. So I was like, well, I'm probably going to have to write a book, <laughs> you know, like worth reading. <laughs> and uh, a couple years back, I started writing a book called Taming the Lion, and it's sort of a book about the life of an entrepreneur, like the dark side of that life. Um, but I struggled like you because I'd never really got great grades in literature and English. Like I was very C grade kind of guy when it comes to writing. So I don't have a lot of confidence there, but, you know, throughout my journey of entrepreneurship and starting companies and running them, I've done a lot of blogs and podcasts and stuff. And so as I was writing this other book, I took a pause because I sort of wasn't super confident in producing that particular book. And I wrote this other blog that was called Six Ways to Never Stop Growing. And it ended up being like this 10,000 word blog. It was way too long to like put on my my small blog website or to post on Instagram, you know. And I thought, what if I made this my first book? Because I left a lot out. And so that's how I ended up writing the self-help book, Six Practical Ways to Never Stop Growing, um, based off a of blog. So I revisited that blog. I doubled it down. I knew I didn't want it to be more than really 100 pages. I wanted it to be a practical workbook or manual approach to strengthening yourself, right? Like and I was like, what should I call this book? And I googled it and there was no book called the self-help book. So I was like, I'm super pragmatic. You know, I've got a podcast called The Business and Leadership Podcast, you know, like it's like <laughs> I'm just going to give people what they want. This um, is
0: great. It's great for googling, you know, when people google
2: these uh easy catch phrases, you're yeah. going to pop up, you're going to pop up there. <laughs> and that's I thought that too, right? So the self-help book was basically content that I collected and, and distributed over time on like the process that I've gone through of helping myself, right? Of like, I mean, the six things are confidence, competence, clarity, commitment, connections, and character. And so there's a ton of practical steps to strengthening your confidence. And that talks a lot about negative self-talk and how to transition into positive self-talk, but being realistic at the same time, right? Cause there's a lot of self-help gurus out there that are like, just, look in the mirror and tell yourself that you're going to take over the world today. And it's like, that's not practical to me. Um, but there's a, there's a healthy approach to building your confidence in that way. And so same thing with like connections, for example, a lot of people, maybe introverts have a hard time making connections. And so this book goes into all these ways that you can practically approach these things and accomplish them, um, on your own. You can revisit the book yearly. It's such a short read. I mean, you can sit down and read it in three hours. Um, each chapter starts with an inspirational quote that's relevant to competence or confidence or character or clarity. So uh, I, I read it myself like once every six months because even though I wrote the book, I still struggle with confidence. I struggle with character, right? Like I'm not Jesus, so like I make mistakes. And I uh, and I, sometimes I'm like, man, I need to read my own book again. So um, <laughs> that's it, awesome. It is awesome. It's kind of funny. I have a therapist. Full transparency. And the other day she was like, Jared. When was the last time you read your book? And I was like, "Thanks a lot." Um, That's that's all they needed to say, right? Yeah. That's like, Joe. Just in case you ever decide to write a book, remember that people are going to hold you accountable to the things Mm -hmm. that you say in your book. FYI. Sure, sure, Um, yeah. Once you put down writing, it's there. Um. But yeah, and then you know, as I was writing the book, or as I was going through the publishing process, I'm big on journaling. Like I journal every day. I have since I was a kid. I had one of those little journals with like a lock and a key, um, <laughs> there you go. uh, the lock and the key didn't work very well though. But anyway, so like I journal every day, I journal gratitude, um, devotionals, goals, to-do list, And so I built a journal around the self-help book because there's a lot of practical questions in there. And yeah. so one doesn't necessarily have to go with the other. Like I use the journal every day, um, without reading the book and I can read the book without the journal, but I figured it would just help. And so, created the journal, put it on Amazon. Um, It's called the self-help journal. And uh, I really like it. I use it every day.
0: Cool, man. Nice. Uh, Thanks for saying you talk to your therapist too. Um, I have a therapist as well. I think that, you know, as we continue to grow as a culture and society, we need to continue to press to make that as uh, normalized as possible because uh, speaking it out and getting it out is a lot better than keeping it in. So uh, thanks for saying that.
2: Absolutely. And I'll double down on that for a second because it's, it's, it's much more common in 2021 than it was in 2018 or 2010 or 1970. Um, but it's like, it's, it's still a little uh, taboo, you know, but mm-hmm. it's like, imagine if going to the doctor for a cold was taboo, like, or seeing a trainer cause you don't know how to get fit is taboo. Like mental health is far more important than your sinuses or your biceps you know what I mean yeah Um, it's what drives every decision we make every action every like it's everything and so I think um every person should have uh some form of therapy you don't need it every week or every month I mean it's relative to your your self-awareness and your your consciousness but like just like with a trainer some people need one three times a week some people need a are good with a virtual one that they talk to once a month it just depends on your needs but I think it should be totally normal um, yeah, because your friends and your spouse should not be held responsible for your unstable. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or it having the outside perspective of a person that doesn't actually know you or have skin in the game is 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 very helpful.
2: Yeah. And they're for a pro. Sure. They're educated.
0: Right. It's Hopefully. not. Yeah. You know, God bless your your family that's willing to to listen and try to give input. But at the end of the day. Their uh, their advice might be twisted. <laughs>
1: it's true. It's true.
0: Um, all right. As we wrap this up, actually, I'm I'm in uh Miami. I'm in Florida as well right now. Jared about to go catch a flight. But as we wrap this up, um, Christian, you have any any last thing? Are you gonna put Jared on the hot seat?
1: Okay, hey, he's got to get on the hot seat. Everybody yeah, gets everyone, on the hot seat.
0: Everyone. Yeah, everyone's uh, on the hot seat here. Jared, um, good luck, man. You're going on the hot seat. Okay. <laughs>
1: Don't worry man, it's quick. Um just going to ask you a few questions. You're going to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Pretty All simple. Right. It's only It's only a few. All right. All right. You ready? Yeah, I think. All right. Yeah. Would you rather move fast or lift heavy? Lift heavy. Coffee or pre-workout? Coffee. Current favorite sneaker.
2: The uh, Noble trainer, I guess is what it's called basic
1: okay. number uh, Favorite brunch food?
2: Uh, got Hollandaise sauce on it. Whatever. Benedict. Benedict, yeah. yeah. First I never order that, but it's the first one that's in mind.
1: If you had to choose one exercise for the rest of your life.
2: Uh, this is so funny. Because um, I thought bench press, but I don't even bench press anymore. It would be clean. <laughs> Squat clean, for sure. Squat clean? Yeah.
1: I respect it. Uh, give us an idea of what your current playlist looks like.
2: I'm the worst. I'm not cool at all when it comes to playlists. So, uh, Listen, okay.
1: be you. Be you.
2: But I will. It just doesn't get updated very often. But it's got the newest thing on there is probably MGK's emo stuff. But um, it's got old school MGK. It's got NF. It's got under oath uh hope's fall it's got like slipknot in there i mean i got some heavy rock i got some uh drake i got uh acdc um i mean it's pretty it's pretty it sounds
1: pretty extensive
2: yeah like <laughs> Interpol. it's got a little bit of worship music like that random worship music song and i need it the most you know like at the end of a 40-minute imam, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, praise you. Thank
1: you. <laughs> That's all I got for you, man.
0: Sweet. <laughs> all right, you're off the hot seat. I'm pretty collectic as well with my music playlist. Um, Everyone probably's dreading it when I come in there because it's like started from the bottom by Drake, goes into As I Am from Bieber, goes into like – Zach brown band goes into kanye goes into creed can you take me higher like it's all over <laughs> there's there's no settling in with me like, you got you're me like three, bro yeah yeah when so that's, uh,
1: that's why you have different playlists for your different moods
0: no nah, yeah. no nah, my i you know i'm insane i, I guess Just I'm throw bipolar. it all in i'm bipolar it's like a torn <laughs> it's a tornado in my brain bro it's a tornado so one song after the other you know what's you never know what's coming up
2: yeah i don't even play mine because i'm like i'm so insecure about it i love it but i'm like i'm like nah like brooke's good at that stuff i'm gonna let her play her music like you know. she likes
1: some ratchet yeah. shit
2: she puts on some super <laughs> ratchet stuff and it's like a bunch of girls training there most of the time too i'm like yeah. I'm going, I, I feel i need to get out of here
0: <laughs> start you're starting to blush Yeah. Uh, uh, All right, man, Jared, appreciate you coming on uh, to the pod. Everyone that's listening uh, will have a lot of those details, websites, YouTubes, Instagrams, all in the description of this episode. Uh, So you can get to learn uh, more about Jared and follow along with the many things that he has going on. Uh, Check out the Zalos games. And uh, yeah, that'll do it for today. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me on guys. Thanks for your time, Jared. All right. There it was another one episode 17 I actually think it's episode 18 I think I skipped over our talk from last week as far as putting numbers down on the graphics um hmm. when we when we're talking about scary hours um but man scary hours a lot of lot of uh I won't say upset people but like right like the drop was was a success and people were like oh I missed it you know I, I missed it so
1: I got a lot of disgruntled texts about that purple tie-dye. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in in what way? Do you care to, to disclose?
1: Just like, oh, in 30 minutes it's sold out already? Sick. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, we, we've been better. Uh, we're going to be, get better on Instagram by setting those countdowns so that everyone can like have a, an alarm on their phone to remind them, like, yo, jump on that website and get that gear.
1: Listen, Mondays at 9 a.m., you know what time it is.
0: You know, you know what time it is. Uh, all right, bro. Well, another good one. Appreciate you.
1: All right, man. Safe travels.
0: Later. All right. There it was. Episode, I don't know, 17 or 18. We haven't decided still. But um, thanks to Jared for being on. Thanks for uh, tuning in to Move Fast, Lift Heavy podcast. Again, if you want to check us out, movefastliftheavy.com to uh, check out our online training, to check out our, our apparel, rep with us, train with us. We greatly appreciate it. Until next time, I'm Joe Roscoe, signing off. My name
1: is Christian Harris. I'm a CrossFit athlete, coach, trainer, and founder of MoveFastLate. MFLH has always been more than just apparel. It's a way to train, it's a lifestyle to live, now we've leveled up that mantra by creating our online training platform. Move Fast Lift Heavy now provides personal online programming. The programming can be done either in a gym, with a garage gym setup, or even from the comfort of your own home with a dumbbell or even at body weight. This isn't just your typical workout block. You'll have unlimited access to our coaching staff to ask questions and submit technique videos. MFLH has always been more than just an apparel line. Now you can be a part of the team. Click the link to get started and let's get to work.